0: turkey <laughs> <laughs> love to eat tur- uh, turkey I love you love <laughs> to eat turkey cause it's good love to eat turkey like a good boy should cause it's turkey to eat so
1: good what's up everybody it's pace the nation it's a thanksgiving day special welcome back to the program broadcasting from studio 1a in downtown clarendon i'm your host chris farley alongside me as always to my right is joanna e russo joanna what's up
2: happy early thanksgiving
1: is it early Thanksgiving or is it late, late Thanksgiving?
2: Well, when this posts, it will yeah. be after Thanksgiving. Well, it is
1: happy early Thanksgiving. <clears throat> happy early Thanksgiving to you and also happy early Thanksgiving to our other ho- co-host. It's William E. Docs. Dox, what's up?
3: What day is Thanksgiving?
1: Thursday. Believe is, it or not, it's Thursday this th- week. They're doing it Thursday this year? Yeah, this year it's Thursday. All right. Yeah, so when will we post? Regular Monday show posting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, as we sit here on Tuesday, as, we're two as days as far away
3: now. as we can get from the posting. Right. <laughs> so
1: it it will be after Thanksgiving, so hopefully everybody uh enjoyed the holiday and uh this is our as I mentioned our Thanksgiving Day special. A big show today, guys. Big show for the Thanksgiving Day special. A lot lot going on. We're going to talk about uh, training over the holidays. What do you wear? when you're training over the holidays, cold weather gear. What else are you going to need when you're out running Thanksgiving and as we get closer to Christmas and the cold weather. Also, we're going to talk about the 12 things that the hosts are all thankful for. Uh I don't know if Docs could come up with 12, but uh I don't know. Did you? Did you find it, 12?
3: It it depends. We'll we'll get to it. All right. We're going to get <laughs> it, to that. It depends if I can't um, wait for those. Yeah.
1: I cannot wait for those. Also, we're going to talk about my uh, marathon in Philadelphia. Good time up there. Uh, In the news segment today, we're going to talk about running in the news, as we do every week here on Pace the Nation. The Tweets of the Week, also a weekly segment. And, uh, you know, Doc's, I think, is back running, so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So I guess we'll start off with uh, my race in Philadelphia. We'll you make just, it about me. You just can't wait to get to I your I just can't, w- can't wait to get to, to me. Now, it, uh, we talked a little bit about last week, and I had my moral dilemma. And I went into the race thinking, you know what? I don't care what my co-hosts say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I ran under three hours in that 2006 race. So, you started so I'm the, going this, for the streak. I'm going to continue to try to keep the streak alive.
3: So you started the, the race just like you start every morning. By saying, I don't care what my co do. <laughs> I did. I did. Wow. <laughs> exactly.
1: That's exactly right. And uh, I, it was definitely a motivating factor. You know, you got to have a goal. And I put myself out there. And uh, the race was, uh, was good. It was windy. It was a little colder than I expected. Met uh, a couple buddies at the start line, former guest Robert Galanders and another buddy, Rob Wolf. Uh, another one of our Kai Shai friends was running the half. Tom McCarney did not see him out there. But the security line was a little long. And I think that is now kind of a thing at these marathons.
3: Some Something to expect going forward. Huh? Yeah.
1: And and believe it or not, I was actually there. The race started at 7 o'clock or was supposed to start at 7. And I got there at 6.15, plenty of time. Took a cab from my uh, hotel, which was was close by. And was able to make it through the security line. But the security line definitely was 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's something that at these big races, I know there was some conversation about that at the Marine Corps Marathon, you know, last month. At these big races, I would be aware that you've got to give yourself a little bit more time.
3: It's a good good uh, public service announcement. Was, Thank you for that.
1: Was there, was there a security line at uh, the Richmond race? There was not. No? Huh. Well, for some reason, there was in Philly, and a little longer than I'd hoped, but that was fine. Um, got to the start, met my buddies. Race didn't start till 7.15, which was good because, uh, you know, I, I, I was was there probably. I like to be there about, you know, 30 to 45 minutes before the race starts. So for some reason, it didn't start to 7.15, but we got going, and it was windier than I expected. But ran with uh, my buddy Rob for the first uh, five miles or so, and then he took off on me. But um, my legs just felt awful, which was kind of weird. And I actually thought uh, about Joanna and how you talked about your race and the stages that you went through last week. And as my legs felt awful in the first few miles, I was like, you know what? I'm going to think about this race as, you know, like you did, kind of stages of, of you know, you, you fight through this and you get through this next stage. And, you know, I don't think yours has had, had a real happy ending. So I was I, hoping for a different ending than your uh, than your race.
3: I, but, I just want to interject here. Um, did you listen to her? yeah segment on i actually did marathon. i
1: did but i i liked how she made it sort of a, a metaphor for life and you know you got to fight through the struggle and ultimately she came back to running and didn't quit so i was like you mm-hmm. know i'm gonna fight through these first few miles and that'll happen a lot i think and 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 i did listen to her her her, her okay. segment i thought it was really good i actually re-listened to it um mm-hmm. when when you posted the show too but i i think uh you know a lot of times that will happen and, and marathons and it's just such a long race that, you know, the way you feel in the first few miles isn't necessarily going to be indicative of the way you feel the entire race. So windy, cold, uh wind feel I felt like was was in in our face for the first half marathon. Uh so I ran about one twenty seven for the first half. One twenty seven and change. So I was on track to get under three hours but i i didn't have a lot of room for any sort of blow up at the end and then uh the second half um felt better and ran 126 something and i ended up in two fifty three thirty or something like that
3: and you only missed three timing mats (laughs) no i
1: hit all the timing mats Uh you could check my result docs uh we talked about the guy who uh miss the timing mats on last week's program that I mean, actually made front page of the sports section on the Washington post. Yeah. Um, it's sad that that's what it takes to get running on the front page of the sports section. But, uh, that did make front page news there, but, uh, finished pretty cool metal, a, uh, metal with a Liberty bell in the middle of it, uh-huh. circular sort of, uh, steel, metal with a mm-hmm. liberty bell bell in the middle is the bell ring it does ring for so real? If, if you walk around with it it's like ding mm-hmm. ding
2: ding ding. does it have
3: a crack on it
1: i did not examine it closely enough mm-hmm. it may
3: if it's a real liberty bell it does
1: yeah well maybe maybe it does have a crack. I, I will report back on that next week all
3: right well we will
1: so you will wait uh i'm sure you'll be anxiously waiting for my report but i will report next week on that but it was a it was a great time uh always enjoy big marathons. For some reason I always enjoy the bigger marathons. Saw a lot of people on course that I know through the store. Um you know, I had a few people say uh, you know, yelling for me and you know, I didn't know who they were. So that's always kind of cool. And um Philly is a is a is a really good marathon, pretty flat, fast course for those who haven't run. The half is is really fast as well as long as the wind's not blowing in your face, but highly recommend it um and i uh was able to get underneath my goal which was great
3: congrats to you
1: well thank you thank you docs i know that it is hard for you to give me congrats what did you run in uh you know what i ran in the meta run so i ran in the a6 meta run and
3: yeah and you great. ran 7 minutes faster than you thought you would well i i have another question yeah. did you go for the nutrition supplements at a faster rate than you planned.
1: You know, good question. You know, we had Sam on last week and the nutritionist who recommended taking nutri- uh taking some sort of nutritional supplement replenish her every 30 minutes versus the 45 minutes I'm accustomed to and no, I kept with the 45 minutes as she recommended. So, you didn't, didn't
3: change your program at all?
1: No, nah, I didn't. Kept it kept it the same. So, I think Maybe next time I'm going to tweak that, but uh, this time through. Kept it the same, and seemed to work all right. I didn't hit the wall. Uh, so well,
3: I was wondering that because I saw your time, and, and you were targeting three hours, and I was curious if uh, you changed anything up. Uh, but it sounds like the Meta Run might have given you yeah, that was given what a I big cha- boost.
1: changed up the Meta Run shoes last minute, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. Uh, but worked for me, so... Everything went went really well except for my car got broken into. For real? Was yeah. it your car or was it No, it was man? the van. We did the we did the expo up there with uh, the Princeton store and I left my car or the van, I should say the van in a lot. It was a packed lot in the middle of Philadelphia. And I go there after the marathon on Sunday morning and it's packed with shoes and the computers from the from the expo and some goos and other things that we sold go there. I see the window open and I see the what? bag that I had my computers in, uh, also rummage through. So I'm like, Oh man, that really sucks. So got there and it looked like they took 12 pairs of shoes, at least 12 pairs. Maybe May I, 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 we're still trying to do an inventory, maybe 20 pairs of shoes and then two computers. I know. So I I don't know. These these guys are like professional crooks, though. They come in. Somehow they got the window down because it's an automatic window. Mm -hmm. And I remember locking the door twice, so I made sure I Mm -hmm. locked the door. And somehow they were able to get the window down, and then they went through the computer or went through the bags and then got the two computers out and then took some shoes. But I'm thinking, how do they walk out of the parking garage – with 12 pairs of shoes.
3: They don't, they put it in their car. Oh.
1: I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um
3: I mean, I just I I don't know. I, 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 I don't was, know. Which I was lot, I mean. was thinking
1: <laughs> I was thinking that they, you know, it's so funny, Docs. I would I never uh-huh. even thought of that that they probably parked in there too. Yeah. I was thinking they were just trying to randomly hit cars but Maybe they parked there and saw an opportunity and had some sort of Jimmy that took the window down. Yeah, they then...
3: they probably used a Jimmy. <laughs> I
1: feel like you maybe did it. I mean, you know a little too much about this. When
3: was this? When did it
1: happen? <laughs> Sunday night.
3: Sunday night, I have an Alabama. I mean, I'm
1: sorry, Saturday night. Saturday night, so uh into Sunday morning.
3: Mm. Yeah,
1: maybe. So anyways, that kind of put a damper on things. But you know what was good, though? I, I called the police and i didn't have to wait around they were just like yeah it happens a lot so you can um just tell us what happened take a couple pictures and then we'll give you uh you know we'll file it as a report so you can oh, call i hope call your, call insurance your insurance company
3: doesn't listen to this
1: <laughs> no i mean i'm not there's no insurance fraud yeah i mean i'm i'm you know i'm not trying to beat the system by any means but but I, I it was mean, nice I didn't have to wait around. That was all I was just
3: saying. Not, not to be not to be political, but isn't it sad when the police are like, "Oh yeah, a lot of people get robbed in that parking lot." <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it is. It is. We, sad. we
3: actually have a form exactly for that parking lot. <laughs> right. It's already the, the address <laughs> <Right>. is pre filled.
1: <laughs> right. No, unfortunately, that is the case. But, anyways, good trip. Other than that, thank you for indulging me, and thank you to the listeners for uh, backing me up on uh, the fact that uh, that that uh, marathon in two thousand six counted. For my streak.
3: So I'm going to put on, on my list of things I'm thankful for. I'm, I'm thankful for all our listeners who are still tuned in with us right yes. now after that. <laughs> good call. Yeah.
1: All right. And let's get to what we're thankful for. I think that's a good survey there. Yeah. Since you mentioned being thankful, and this time of year, Thanksgiving is a time to be thankful, Docs and Joanna. Uh, I put together a list. You guys put together a list. We're still working on it. I don't know if... This was Doc's idea, Joanna, so I, I don't know whether you're supposed to be serious or joking or... Well, that's why
2: I'm going to go last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. All right. We will let you go last, Joanna.
3: Okay.
1: I, I will go first.
3: Wait, okay. We're not We're not going to just go one at like... We'll oh, okay. One. We could do that. Okay. We can do that. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Father, you go first. I'll go next. Well, I have a Joanna list. will go.
1: I have a list of things that didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. I could say those at the end or I could say those now mm-hmm. or not say them at all.
3: Yeah, those are the three options that you have with (laughs) with that list that didn't make the cut. All
1: right. We'll start with number 12. For me, I am thankful for this podcast and the people who listen to the show.
3: Well, um, I'm not sure why that's 12 on your list. It's higher (laughs) up on my list. Uh, But I also said I'm thankful for Pace the Nation, my co-hosts, and the Pace the Nation community. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, boy, won't Joanna be red in the face <laughs> if she doesn't have that on her list? Right.
1: <laughs> Joanna, number 12 for you.
3: I didn't put
2: mine in order. I okay, just made a list fair. of 12 things. Okay. Um, but I guess since I have that on my list, I'll say in the same order, the podcast.
1: Okay. All
3: can, right. Can I ask uh, Joanna for a more specific thing? Is this on your list? I'm, I'm going to try to predict something on her list. Okay. Uh, are you thankful that, that Charlie Band said No. <laughs> good
1: question
2: Um, yeah if I had to get specific I would Mm -hmm. say I'm thankful that Charlie Band said no Uh,
1: most days you feel that way (laughs) most days that's (laughs) true Yeah, most days all right number 11 to me is Miller Lite I'm thankful for Miller Lite
3: all right well, I have, a, I have a question for the list because I'm, I'm I was going to say three nieces and nephew related by blood and countless nieces and nephews related by my friends who trick their kids into thinking that I'm their <laughs> real your, uncle.
1: That your uncle docs. Yeah. Right. That's does a good that,
3: one. Does that count as one thing or can I like make each kid a –
1: No, that's one thing. All right. All right. I'm not right. off so that then,
3: easy. Then, I, then I'm thankful for the kids.
1: The kids. All right. Who isn't? Joanna.
3: Um, okay.
2: Well, I'm thankful for Wednesdays and green tea.
1: All right. That's a good one.
3: That sounds like two things. Like, is, is Wednesdays green tea Wednesdays? Is that something? Maybe yeah. she does
1: green tea only on Wednesdays.
3: Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: All right. I'm thankful for people who shop at Pacers Running. Thank you for your patronage of Pacers Running.
3: I'm thankful that Jack Irons gave a demo tape to Eddie Vedder in San Diego, and he joined Pearl Jam.
1: You, you do love some Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jack Irons. I hope you listen to the show. Uh, Joanna,
2: um, I'm thankful for the Friendship Heights Metro Station at Christmas time. What do they do? If you've never been through it, it's an experience. Okay, they decorate and they're really friendly and they play Christmas music.
1: I do love some Christmas music. That's good. Mine, I've, I've uh, sort of uh, something related in there later on. I am uh, thankful for Arlington County and the DC area. I'm thankful to live in this great county, Arlington.
3: Mm-hmm. I uh, am thankful and for my family, my mom and dad, my sisters. Um, and I want to get that one out of the way now because I know that my mom's very nervous at this point that, that they're not <laughs> going to get mentioned
1: again. No particular order for you on, uh, I'm going, I'm jumping through the list okay, randomly. Okay. Gotcha.
2: Um, okay. So I'm thankful for Julie Ratchamel, who is the only person on my staff working black Friday with me.
1: Thank you, Julie. Uh, I am thankful for having a career that's very inspiring
3: i'm thankful for working from home
1: that's a good that is a good one except for when you have to go to the studio
3: i mean this, this is outside of business hours obviously. that's true good point
2: <laughs> um i'm thankful for valencia filters
3: what
1: are valencia filters
2: it's a filter on instagram it makes uh, everyone look good
1: okay good well, one. i need one of those I'm thankful for the holidays so not as specific as uh the metro station that you uh friendship heights friendship heights that you referenced before but I am I, I do love the holidays
3: well I am thankful for my kai shai friends man they almost made the list
1: I'm thankful for my friends, but I'm no, 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 I, no, I do take that back. Let me take that back. Kai, Kai no, Shai,
3: No, I, I have, said, is said I have,
1: I have them in the list, but I'm thankful specifically for Kai Shai. Those are the almost on the list, but go mm-hmm. ahead. But I'm obviously thankful for my friends. So I'll get to that later on. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Joanna.
2: Um, okay. So I'm thankful for my favorite sibling who keeps the USPS in business. It's my brother, Michael.
1: Michael. Yes. Favorite sibling. Uh, I'm thankful for the change of seasons here in the District of Columbia and Arlington. Makes for way better running. You know, it'd suck if it was like San Diego and like
3: seventy degrees all the I, time. I agree. Beautiful weather would just be miserable. Good point. <laughs> I am thankful for <laughs> thank, the thank change goodness of seasons. We have a I like change of seasons, Doc. Sorry, hundred degrees Fahrenheit and <laughs> hundred degrees humidity. For Who three doesn't months like in the, the change year? of seasons? No, I, it's a good thing. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. No, you're not. I don't know why people think I give you a hard time. <laughs> I don't know either. It's just because of the way you react when I say things. All right. Yeah. Well, I am thankful for my non-kai shy friends.
1: Okay. You have any of those?
2: Oh,
3: Joanna.
1: Um, <laughs> okay.
2: Well, on a the theme of seasons, I'm thankful that winter is almost here.
1: Yeah, I do like winter too. Uh, I am thankful that I, we have a platform that has a positive impact on people's lives. And when I say we have a platform, I mean the show, the stores, just generally.
3: Even though it's corrupt and needs a lot of reform, I am thankful for the World Cup every four years. You do love the World mm-hmm. Cup. yeah? I like it so much that I, I I think I'm not even comfortable watching the U.S. play. Like I watch, I like, I enjoy the games, the other games, but I'm just like too much of a stress case watching the U.S. games play. I wouldn't recommend. It's like you watching any Washington sports.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't recommend anybody to watch uh, a U.S. uh, men's World Cup soccer game with Docs.
3: It's, well, it's tough. It's it's not a bad experience. I, I wouldn't discourage people. You you came over to my house for plenty when we of games. win.
1: It's probably well, it's we, you amazing know. Experience, I think you yeah.
3: you were weren't you here for the uh, the we were, loss against yes. Belgium? Yeah. You know, it was it was sad, but nothing got broken or anything like that. Yeah, it was just uh, you know high highs and low lows. It's true.
2: Okay. Well, um, I'm thankful for my friends who are all uh, non kai <laughs> people, and the, especially the ones that do puzzles with me
1: puzzles what puzzles are,
2: yeah what kind of puzzles so i a jigsaw puzzle like jigsaw okay. yeah you, like get okay. jiggy with it you know yeah gotcha i'm in the middle of a 2,000 piece puzzle right now and my roommates have all contributed i think at least one piece ah you gotta yeah. be thankful
1: for that
3: nice what do you, do you think anybody in the house is saving the last piece
2: um i've considered that before because sometimes there is like one piece that's missing and then it all of a sudden appears
1: What is the puzzle of
2: Um it's of the Italian coast. So it's mostly water and rock and it's it's been very difficult.
1: Got it. That does sound like a difficult puzzle. I am not into puzzle, but I but I am grateful for running. <laughs> Just running.
3: Okay. And are we doing the yours in order?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, um I am thankful for the country that we live in, and um, it's called America.
1: I think we all agree with that one, Docs. That's Mm. a good one. Well, I didn't
3: hear you guys say it yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am grateful for America. All right, Joanna.
2: Well, I'm grateful that I didn't quit running and that uh, I have a good community to belong to in the flock and in Pacers.
1: I'm glad you didn't quit running as well. The show would have suffered. But also, other than that, I think you should continue running.
2: We could have talked about puzzles. I think yeah. people would have been really interested in that.
3: I know. Uh, I am, do, you, do you go corner piece strategy first? <laughs>
2: yeah, you got to do the outline first. I am
3: grateful for the staff at Pacers Running. I'm thankful for puppies. I think of that sometimes still. But. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, um, so this would probably be a good time to say that I'm grateful for my parents.
3: That's a good one. Got to sneak the, that in before the deadline. <laughs> Yeah, well, because
2: you know, I know they listen, so just gotta yeah. make
3: sure it makes it. <laughs> well, that sounds like what
1: Doc said too. Uh, my mom doesn't listen, um, but I might get to her. Uh, no, just kidding, mom. If she does listen, of course she's on the list. Uh, I'm grateful for my health.
3: That that was uh, my next one too. E- even though I'm um, often, <laughs> injured often, often injured, yeah. I actually have it. I- I'm I'm pretty well off uh, health wise and um i'm also thankful for that and you went
1: running this week so i went running today nice we'll we'll talk about that all right we're getting down to the last couple here joanna you got two left
2: okay so um obviously i'm thankful for my dog luigi
1: (laughs) her parents were i don't know they're in no no particular particular order order. exactly all right uh and i am thankful for my family and my friends um I'm very thankful for, of course, my wife, Julie, my brothers and sister, my mom, and in all seriousness, very grateful that I had such a great dad. So that is my number one that I'm most thankful for. And I would probably put Kai Shai kind of in that family and friends mm-hmm. thing. Well, you didn't, but. <laughs> I, I kind of did. I, yeah. mean, I did. I was thinking of it when I made the list. I was thinking of mm-hmm. it.
3: You know. That's all right. I mean, for me, it just, you know, I, I think that we have equal value uh, right. for Kai shai. It just means that uh, you have a lot more things in your life to be grateful for. True. Or thankful for. <laughs> um, my n- number one uh, thing is I- I'm thankful for the chocolate cake.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Very inside reference that nobody on this show will get except for one guy in Richmond.
3: I think that you get it. I even think the guy who said it doesn't remember saying it. Probably not. So I think that was just for you. That was really good. (laughs) That was very funny.
1: Uh, All right. Joanna.
2: Um, Okay. So I am thankful that I can now name all the band members of Led Zeppelin and The Who. That's a good one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that rounds out our top 12. What are you guys thankful for? Listeners, tweet us at... Pace the nation and tell us what you're thankful for during this holiday season. Almost made the list for me. Um, Kai Shai, the actual fake fraternity. Not Mm -hmm. the people in it, but Kai Shai, the actual fake fraternity. Interesting. The sports junkies, casinos, uh, London, and uh, Pino, my dog and cat. Uh, UVA basketball, red Starbucks cups, and red lights that are synced.
2: How do you feel about the new Starbucks cups, though?
1: I would rather them to have the Christmas logos on them. D- oh. Logos? Uh, are they logos or Christmas trees? Or Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd but rather the- have them more... More festive, not just red, but I do Mm -hmm. like the red Starbucks cups.
3: Even though it was my idea yesterday, I didn't start working on that list until uh, (laughs) we started recording. So I I know that in the edit and and afterwards, I'm going to think of so many other things that I'm really thankful for. A ton of omissions. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'm thankful for everybody who's gracious enough to uh, acknowledge that I had some major omissions.
1: (laughs) I think we... um, All can agree to that, Docs. No, I I stand by my list. (laughs) 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 Luigi's
2: on there. (laughs)
1: Well, I I think that I probably could have, yeah. I mean, especially since puppies are great,
3: but, you know, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to regret that one later.
1: (laughs) All right, Docs. uh, We mentioned that you are uh, back running. That's great to hear. Thank you. And you went running today. I did give, give the listeners an update of what's happening in the William E. Doc's running world.
3: Well, when I was taking time off before and training for the race, I was um, pushing myself a little bit too much. So I'm taking it really easy right now. Um, I'm only up to uh, two miles, and I'm running every other day. And so far, so good, holding up. Mm-hmm. And on my run today, I jumped on the trail. Okay. And there was a guy who was running slightly slower than my pace. So when I got out there, I passed him. I just ran my own thing. Mm -hmm. And he actually raced me. Uh, As soon as I passed him, he passed me. Like, he he hustled to go past me. Uh, And then he got just a a bit in front of me, and then he kind of slowed down to my pace as well. And I just thought to myself, come back, run, Mm -hmm. recovery. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to let him have the trail today. I'm going to do my thing. So... I was also a little bit I'm not gonna say proud of myself, but uh that's a new leaf.
2: So that's good,
3: yeah, normally, I would set myself back three months uh <laughs> just to make just so that I could own the trail.
2: Well, I think that it's good that you are taking positive steps in your recovery, thank you and not racing random strangers on the trail <laughs> right,
3: he might have just gotten to a a Led Zeppelin song in his playlist or something, you know he's not necessarily racing me, but
2: yeah. He might have been doing weird intervals. Who knows? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it just happened to be when I passed him is when his next uh, interval started. Coincidence. And uh, he did actually, he was in front of me for three minutes and then he turned around. And that was also just a coincidence.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: Docs, good to hear you're back running, playing it smart. Uh, we'll,
1: You'll have to keep us posted uh, moving forward
3: here. Well, I know because each week we need to... Uh, report our mileage to mid-pack biped. <laughs> yeah, what's Very the
2: sure. mileage for this past week?
3: <laughs> since Ooh. since yesterday's podcast? No, a... well,
2: you didn't do the week before either, mm-hmm. so I would say report on the week before.
3: Well, let's let's just define like from when to when. Should we just say over the last seven days?
2: Yeah, over the last seven days, let's say that.
3: Okay, so no matter when we record, we'll just give our last seven-day mileage. Yeah. Even though Molly Huddle says, who says a week should be <laughs> seven right. days? That's right. 10
1: days is what she goes by
3: I believe it was uh, One of the Roman Caesars Who, who decided that <laughs> Wasn't Molly Huddle Mm-mm. No
1: okay uh, So what was your last 7 days Docs
3: mm, What's 2 times 3 6 Yep
1: all right, Joanna. Last seven days,
2: forty-four. Um,
1: forty-four. My last seven days is sixty-one point two. All right. Uh, you mentioned mid-pack biped. He is a consistent tweeter. We do enjoy your tweets. You can tweet us at Pace the Nation. Joanna picks out the best tweets of the week and reads them And she will do that now
2: Okay, so this week in Twitter First up, frequent tweeter, my dad Who posted a picture of my brother and I And said, finally found that Halloween pic of host and sibling
3: Poor Joanna and Michael Man uh, How old were you in that photo?
2: Um, I mean, I'm probably four maybe Maybe younger, older, I don't know
3: mm-hmm. Yeah
2: It seems about four
3: Cute picture yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I'd want my baby pictures all no. on Twitter, but this is know. definitely this is definitely why you don't want your parents on social media. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, yeah. think about
2: all the kids today who yeah. are being born like right now. Like their entire lives, every moment is going to be documented online.
3: But then they're they're going to be desensitized to it. I guess that's for us, true. it's a shock.
2: Okay. Well. Uh, Docs responded to this picture and said, "Twitter tip: gotta save those gems for Turn Back Time Thursdays." Back time.
3: A little shout out to uh, <laughs> Annie Hughes there, who suggested that all the way back in episode eleven, I think. Well, you would know better than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Let's
1: call it episode eleven.
2: That's the Carrie Gallagher episode, oh, right? Okay.
1: Well, whatever episode it was, Doc's botched what TBT meant. Yeah. <laughs> and so Annie Hughes called him out on it. So thank you, Annie, for calling him out. Well, she... she Somebody needs to.
3: Well, I was called out in studio by Joanna and our guest. So it, it might have been the one when you weren't here. I don't know. Okay. Um,
1: so it was the one with Kathy.
3: The Kathy episode. Okay. Um, regardless, I did get called out in studio, but Annie Hughes had the suggestion that we play... Shares turn back time for that botch. So just a shout out to uh, that suggestion. It's probably 18 weeks in the making. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But but, uh, we do read all your tweets. We do. All
2: right. So then Sandwich Todd had tweeted to the show, "Uh, Joanna, the cold weather crusher, just told me to man up with respect to running in the cold. Hashtag supportive.
1: Explain. Explain.
2: Oh, so oh, sorry, so Todd had sent me an email asking how I run in such cold weather, and I told him that I ran in shorts and a t-shirt and that he should man up because this isn't even cold yet.
1: Got it. Well, we will talk about the cold weather gear in in a moment here.
2: <clears throat> and Satya also chimed in with, Todd, wait till you run a race in March. Whatever you wear will be wrong. Um, and I definitely agree with that because sometimes that rock and roll race in March is really hot, sometimes it's cold.
3: Well, Farley's thankful for that weather change. So Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, in San Diego there's no question marks yeah. about what the race weather is
3: going to be. <laughs>
1: hey. You know what? It's much better to see the leaves turn and then, you know, get the warm weather. Mm-hmm. But hey, each their own.
3: It was episode 13, 13. Where, I, where I made the, where I made my first mistake. Uh so obviously this is in episode 31 where I made my second mistake. Whoa, weird. Mm-hmm. You know why, Farley?
1: 13 has got a 1 and a 3, and 31's got a 1 and a 3.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay, so then Ken said, my guilty pleasure is listening at two times speed, particularly <laughs> when Run Pacer is talking.
3: <laughs> well done.
1: Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so he's saying that he wants me to talk really, really slow so I can, you know, I'm trying to talk really fast.
3: If you, if you do like a Micro Machines commercial... Yeah. Uh, that'll really mess up his two times
1: right I could just say how's this sound Ken mm-hmm. so if he does that two times then it'd sound really really it'd be like four times
3: yeah thanks of. Ken
1: thanks for the for the shot I don't get enough heat on the show as it is already
3: Yeah, I I mean, I have to, I have to say that uh, just because I um, pummel Farley nonstop for an hour, (laughs) it's fine. uh, I I don't mean for that to open the floodgates, you know. (laughs) It's fine, it's fine. But I would like to update my list and say I'm thankful for all the tweets that are pummeling Farley.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's number
3: thirteen on your list. Great. Just barely Uh
1: missed the cut. Right
3: over puppies.
2: So, as usual, Kevin King has a whole bunch of tweets. Uh,
3: Did he live tweet it or love tweet it? (laughs) He made a mistake and said love instead of live. Oh, so now you're banding together with people that I give a hard time to. Yes. (laughs) I would would think that you were happy with uh, the attention off of you for for a change. good, Good point.
2: Um, well, one of Kevin's better tweets was favorite part of favorite part so far, two minutes in when William E. Dox is audibly excited by discussing Run Pacer's moral dilemma on episode thirty of Pace the Nation.
3: Yeah. He was visibly excited. Yeah. I, I up a lot. Well,
2: I also want to mention that Kevin King put moral in bunny ears. <laughs>
3: oh, he did. Okay. <laughs> I guess one of my biggest regrets, and, and when we go back and digitally remaster all of these, I'm going to put a jackpot uh, <laughs> sound right. effect in there. ching
2: Okay, and then uh, speaking of the moral dilemma, we also had some feedback on the uh, marathon question. Yes. Um, and Let's that, hear it. And that question, of course, is whether Chris should put an asterisk next to his 2006 New York marathon. Mm-hmm. So uh, my dad, Peter B. Russo, said uh, Chris, never let the facts get in the way of a good story Thanks, Your record Peter. is still intact
1: It's still intact, I agree
3: 100% Farley, do you know where that quote is from? No, actually I don't I do You do? I is, do is well, well, I think I do I think Did you I Google did? it?
2: I didn't Google it, but I i, mm-hmm. I have two people I think it is I'm going to say mm-hmm. the person that I think it is
3: Okay, say who, oh, say who? say them both Okay And then Farley can guess which of those two
2: Okay so, A, Yogi Berra, okay. or B, Mark Twain. Twain. Correct. So Twain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I would have known if it was a sports guy. <laughs> Twain. I forget,
2: yeah, I forget I think that. think
1: he's a poet or something.
2: Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> no, I, I think he's a writer. He's definitely a writer. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: he's one of America's best writers.
1: I'll be honest with you, I never read his books. I mean, I think in elementary you school, know what you're his supposed books are? to- Um. He was the guy who, who wrote books about fishing and stuff like
3: that. No, that was
1: Ernest Hemingway. Um, Old Man in the Sea? No. It was the guy who... He, Twain was the guy who had like a little rowboat and he went out fishing. I'm pretty
3: sure I'm right. I think that was Samuel Clemens.
1: What's, what's, I think Samuel Clemens wrote that. What did he write? What did Twain write? No, what did Clemens write, first of all? <laughs> no, I, I seriously... I don't know.
2: Well... Him and Cummins and Mark Twain are the same person <laughs>
1: Oh, okay, so Twain wrote So did Clemens write about Like the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn Oh, Finn, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Huckleberry Finn Tom yeah. Sawyer Tom Sawyer, yeah, that's a song I do know that mm-hmm. mm,
3: By Rush Rush, yeah
1: So, I mean, why would, why would you need to know that in life? That's my question
3: So that you can have fun <laughs> talking about it on a podcast? I guess I don't <clears throat> see any other reason
2: Okay, well, going back to the debate uh, Satya Morthy said, "People stop their watches at traffic lights and training runs. Same thing."
3: I have to disagree.
2: Yeah, I disagree too.
3: I don't even know what you're talking about. They're they're defending you on your oh
1: yeah exactly thank you I, I was I, I'm like in this <laughs> Mark Twain Sam Clemens like warp like tunnel
3: okay yeah thank you Satya exactly
1: I totally agree.
3: Well, um, just to just to be fair, there's a couple guys who, who are supporting you uh, and, and think that uh, Joanna and I are wrong. Right. Thank you.
2: And that's surprising. You think my dad would be on my side.
1: Well, the record is still intact and I'm going to keep it going.
2: OK, so uh, Chris Jatan also tweeted <laughs> <Chatting>. in <laughs> listening to episode 30. Did I catch a Simpsons reference with Shake Harder when shaking your fist?
3: Absolutely. I'm sure you did. Absolutely. Our show is littered with Simpsons references and right wing propaganda. (laughs) Is that true? The Simpsons reference part is true. The right wing propaganda is actually a Simpsons reference. All right. See? Again, over my head (laughs) and all that stuff. Um, All right. That was your tweets
1: of the week. Uh, again, it was can, a short week. You can tweet us at Pace the Nation. Uh, there's a good chance if you tweet us that it'll get read on air, uh, especially if they're witty, funny, or make fun of me. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we mentioned on the top, off the top guys that uh, we we're going to talk about what kind of cold weather running gear to use. As or
3: if you went to school with Farley and I at UVA, <laughs> our first coach used to say, It's gonna be a cold one, make sure you bring you wear your warm weather gear.
1: <laughs> Which to me meant shorts and a t shirt. I
3: like, mean for like everybody knew what when he said what bring he your meant. warm weather gear, you knew what it meant. Right. And, like after I thought about it, I was like
1: He did say that.
3: Yeah. That's
1: that is funny. But uh, you know, this time of year, finally, as we sit here a couple days before Thanksgiving It's gotten cold. Uh, Joanna, I don't know if you ran at five this morning, but um, it was actually long, long pants, tights, uh, long sleeve weather. And it's taken a while for us to get to that point, but uh, it's still, I believe, uh, great running weather, if not the best time of year to run, but you're going to have to gear up appropriately. And what would you wear? Uh, you know, I think that you, you want to have a couple key pieces. You want to have a good pair of pants or tights. I usually go with the pants, the looser fitting pants. Probably more popular
3: these days are the tights.
2: Do you think that all people who like long shorts also like pants? Is there a correlation there? There
3: Probably is a correlation. Do we have? Do we have any scientists working on this? You no know, evidence. We, can we, we find
1: them? It? We'll
2: send it to the lab. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> but I would I would recommend having at least one good pair of tights or pants that are moisture wicking, uh, you know, synthetic fibers that wick away the moisture, keep your legs dry, and that can handle, you know, if it does get a little wet out there, also will have, be insulated to to some level. Uh, So I usually get a kind of a mid-weight tight, and I think if you're going to get just one pair of pants or tights, a mid-weight pair of pants or tights, is going to get you through most of the year.
3: But then you wear the same pair of pants every day? You can. I mean... Me personally, this is
1: just me. I don't wash my pants but once a week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I usually rotate uh, through three pairs if I'm running every day. If you're running three to four times a week, I'd probably rotate two pairs. But if you're just running twice a week, you can probably just have one pair of, of good pair of pants or tights and get away with running them. I don't know what you I, guys do.
3: I have a bunch of pants. I don't. I don't know what category they fall under. They're probably pants. I bet you. you <laughs> well, I know they're pants. I'm not. I mean, you're not a
1: tights guy. I'm pretty sure.
3: Oh, definitely not tights. No,
1: Joanna, do you have multiple pairs of tights?
2: I do. I have a few pairs. I probably have two that I really like, and I usually wear those two. And then if they're like, if I if they're in the wash or something, then I have some others that I'll wear. That's your go-to. Um, but one of my favorite pairs of tights also has uh, a windshield panel on the front of it, which I think is really helpful for DC winters because it doesn't. My brother lives in Maine, so to me, Maine has a real winter where it gets like really cold, very snowy and icy. But in D.C., I think it's the wind um, that's the coldest, so I like the windshield on those tights.
1: Yep, and many pairs of tights do have that wind panel. That's a good piece of advice. So that is a key piece. What else? Also, I would say you want to have a base layer piece, and I probably usually have two or three of those, more of those. I I tend to feel like you need to wash your shirts more than you have to wash your pants or tights. I don't know if you guys experience that same sort of thing. But I uh, would get a a base layer piece that's next to the skin that's more of a form-fitting piece that's moisture-wicking, synthetic materials, and it's not going to be super heavy. And and, and you don't necessarily need to get that Under Armour tight, tight uh, piece, but something that is... A little bit tighter than a baggy fitting shirt. So you want to have a couple of those. Because
2: you want to keep body heat in.
1: In the repertoire, yeah, to keep the body heat in. And also, to me, I like to have a a couple half sips uh, in the rotation as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, typically during a D.C. winter, you can go out on a run with a pair of tights or pants a base layer and then a half sip on top of it with a pair of uh, gloves and a hat. And for most of the days, you'd be good to go.
2: Do you have any half sips, Docs?
3: Mm, I used to have one very briefly. <laughs> yeah, you got one
1: from, from Asics that has Pacers logo on it. Yeah, I, 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 do have, yeah.
3: I do have some half sips. She's just trying to bring up bad blood. Oh, maybe now we got bad
1: blood. Yeah, so I mentioned hats and gloves. Definitely... A key item as well, a lot of people will wear a headband. I generally go with the hat. You want to keep uh, the heat in with, with a with a hat, especially when it's really cold. On a warmer day where you want to keep your ears warm and not necessarily keep the heat in on your head, uh, you know, the headbands will do. Uh, but, you know, not not anything like heavy-duty with fur on it or anything like that, just a regular moisture-wicking hat uh and a pair of kind of midweight gloves depending on how cold or warm your hands get. My hands tend to get pretty cold, so that, that that's the really personal item that determines what kind of weight of glove you'll get. So my hands get really cold so I get a little bit thicker gloves and on cold days I'll wear two pairs of gloves. Socks. Very important this time of year as well. I have a few pairs of socks that have merino wool in them and they are made from either smart wool or features, has some really good, uh, and I think Belega does too. But they, they have a little bit of wool, and wool is a, a good moisture wicking uh, material that you can wear on your you know, hands or feet or head, really, or really pretty much anywhere. But I typically wear the the wool socks during this time of year. Uh keeps my feet pretty warm.
2: The wool lobby is very help, uh, happy right
3: now. <laughs> Ryan, yeah. Wool lobby? Yeah, they got to you. What's the wool lobby? Uh, an action committee that's been paying you to mention wool on the show. <laughs> well, it is a good conductor of heat. Uh huh. Keeps heat on the body.
2: It's antimicrobial. Antimicrobial. Maybe it lasts longer than other Yeah, there's yeah. synthetic fibers.
1: People wouldn't think. You know, people think of wool. I think they think of Brillo pads and like something really that's itchy. scratchy and itchy. Yeah. No. Wool is a really good running really good running material.
3: What what about when it gets so cold that, that like your face freezes?
2: What are they called? Baklava's?
3: Balaklava. <laughs> <laughs> I think baklava
1: is a, G- a Greek dessert food. A Greek dessert. But that helps, right? Yeah, that too. Keeps you insulated because you're fat. <laughs> no. Uh no, balaclavas are uh no are are nice to have. Uh what is it? it's it's like a a face mask mm-hmm. uh, a, a hood uh that uh no it's not really a hood it's a face mask and you know you you probably will wear the balaclava i don't know a dozen times a year if that if because, you go skiing you might use it and mm-hmm. you can definitely double as uh as a as a piece that you can use skiing but yeah i mean it this time this type of of climate you're not going to wear the balaclava a lot, but definitely if you want to run 365, wow. I would recommend getting a balaclava.
3: Just don't go out in the rain. We have listeners outside of the D.C. area. That's though. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And sometimes I travel, and we have listeners that travel, too. That's a good, good point. I, I was in like northern Canada in January one year, and... I went out for a run and it was -10 Celsius. Mm-hmm. And I geared up no problem. And then the next day it was -20 Celsius. Geared up the same. I was like that's not much Can of a difference. Can you go Fahrenheit for me? I don't even know what that means. Well, the point the point yeah, the point is that I just saw the numbers and I was like that sounds cold to me. Well, I was like I was like yeah, it's not much different from what I ran in yesterday, but it's extremely different And I I never got warm the whole run. I ran for like 40 minutes and everything was frozen. I had like icicles in my hair.
1: I'm looking up now what minus 20s. Celsius is.
3: So minus 20 Celsius
1: is negative 4 degrees Fahrenheit. That is cold. That's a little chilly. <laughs> that is very cold. Yeah. No wonder you're freezing. I know. Right, that I, makes
3: it was, sense. Like when I got back, I really never got warm the whole time, you know? And the day before, it took me like 10 minutes to warm up, but then I was fine.
1: You could have just Googled it and seen that that's negative 4. Well, I didn't have
3: an international plan. Oh, you didn't want to use your minutes. I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, it's not gonna get that cold here generally, but you're right if you're traveling.
2: Well they they are predicting this is gonna be a bad winter, I think.
1: Oh really? I, I didn't realize I, that. I, I never have... believed those farmers' almanacs, but if it's gonna be a bad winter, uh <laughs> Who wrote that? gear you know, gear up uh with with some extra pieces and, and a couple of the extra pieces that I would recommend would be a a, a vest or a jacket. I think Having a a windproof, you you talked about the windproof tights, a windproof vest or windproof jacket is is a crucial item to have. That's
2: true. I have a jacket um, that I love, mm-hmm. the Hyper Shield from Nike. It's amazing.
1: Very. And that one's <laughs> the one that's insulated around your core, mm-hmm. and then has the sleeves that are they don't have that that thermal insulation, but they, they it's it is very important to keep your core uh, insulated during during the the coldest time, so that's, that is a good thing. And it also has
2: a gaiter built into the hood as well, um, yeah, so you can keep your neck warm. And then it has the um, cuffins, which are the little mittens that are on the sleeves.
1: So you mentioned the neck gaiter. You can, of course, get a, a gaiter that isn't attached to a jacket, and that'll keep your neck and face warmer. And you also mentioned mittens. Mittens are going to, of course, keep your uh, hands warmer than gloves would, but both are good to have. So... Uh,
3: that's the gear, right? And that's one part of running during this uh, <coughs> this this winter season. Mm-hmm. But it, another part of running during this winter season, you've got holidays coming up. This week, you've got Thanksgiving. Um, you've got holidays. You've got the new year. H- how do you guys find getting your run in when you're also trying to maybe travel or have, like, other responsibilities or new responsibilities?
1: I think Joanna's system of first thing in the morning is mm-hmm. – generally the best when you're traveling or out of your regular routine.
3: Well, when Joanna runs, nobody else is awake. So there's (laughs) like no.
1: Right. But I do think getting it up, getting up and doing it first thing is, is critical this time of year because it is hard. It definitely is hard because you're not eating your normal foods. So it's hard to run in the afternoon. For me, you're probably going to have an extra beer or two. So, you know, that makes it harder to run during the middle of the day when you've had two beers. Um, I don't know. What do you do, do, Joanna?
2: Well, I mean, normally I do run before the day starts, so it makes it easier. But I also think it's important to find somebody to keep you on track. So if it's a family member or a friend or somebody that you can just make sure is also getting you out the door and also adjust your goals. Like if you know you're traveling and you don't have time for – a 10 mile run, then just be happy that you can do anything like do four miles and then do your longer and another day.
1: And also I think that's good advice. I also think this time of year, there's a lot of cool, good races, especially Thanksgiving. There's, you know, a dozen turkey races trot. In, the, in the area. So do go, go out and do a Turkey trot with a lot of people. That makes it a lot easier to uh, shovel in the Turkey later on in the day.
3: Speaking of um, <clears throat> Turkey, let's talk pie. Mm, okay. All right. Apple pie, pumpkin pie, pecan pie. You guys pick your favorite. Don't say it. Okay. Out of those three, or or did I miss one? I, I got, think
2: those are the three.
1: big right. I got
3: I got my favorite. All right. So out of those three, and, and I know which one I would pick. So so we're, somebody's gonna get us pie today. You have an order. So we're gonna go around. And we're gonna we're gonna predict what the other two people would order.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Uh, I've got I've got my selection. You got yours? Yep. Should I
3: blurt it out? Mm-hmm. Joanna, do you have yours? No. First, we guess what the other two people would say. Okay. So I'm going to guess apple for Joanna, pumpkin for Farley. You got mine right. Hey, dum-dum. <laughs> she hasn't guessed yet. <laughs> All
1: right.
2: Um, well, I wasn't going to guess pumpkin, but now I will. So. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: guess what you're going to guess.
2: Um, I was going to say uh, pecan and pumpkin.
1: All right. I was going to say for Docs, or I am going to say for Docs, I was going to say Pecan. I was going to say Apple for you.
3: All right. Did uh, anybody get yours right? Yeah. What's yours? Apple. Apple. Farley, pumpkin. Pumpkin. Apple. You guys both got it wrong.
1: All right. That's too bad.
3: So I win. You guys owe me pie. How well do we know our host? Not very,
1: apparently. I got them both right. Yeah, that's true. Well, I thought we'd all get it right. Um, I don't know why we got into the pie talk. Because it's a holiday special. Okay. All
3: right. Trying to get us back on the holiday special. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So, Joanna, our intern, Kelly, uh, once again, allowed to stay for another week on the job. Excellent. Uh, She's doing great work there. Thank you, Kelly. We appreciate it. In this week's uh, show notes that she prepared for us, she she suggested a happy hour date of December 17th at 7 p.m. Perfect. It works for you? Yeah. All right, Farley's in. The location's to be determined, so if you have ideas, send them to the show on Twitter or send them to Kelly on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She's at probably Intern Kelly. Is that her handle?
2: Um, I actually think it's GrantKG.
3: Mm, okay, well, that's another, another possibility. We're looking at maybe having a, a theme for the, the happy hour this, this year. What do you think of that?
2: It depends on what the theme is.
3: Do you like tacky, ugly holiday sweater theme?
2: That's okay. All
3: right. What what theme do you want?
2: Um
3: Put you on the spot.
2: Yeah, no, I I like that theme. I think that's a good one.
3: All right. Well, if you have a if you have another suggestion, send your suggestions to Kelly as well. And uh Farley, can can we convince you to uh, have a raffle for this one? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great idea. All right. We'll have a raffle with a great prize.
1: Uh I don't want to commit to the great prize specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we will have a great prize.
3: So let's – can we – okay, so we'll do a raffle. And then Kelly had an idea also that that we have a, a prize for the listener who brings the most friends to okay. Happy Hour.
1: Is there a minimum amount of friends that they'd have to bring?
2: Five.
3: Five. Okay. All right. So if you, if you bring five or more friends – You're eligible. You're eligible. Perfect. Okay. All right. And um, maybe so we can get a good count, you know, if if you're planning on attending, hit us up on uh, Twitter, hit at Intern Kelly or at Grant KG. Yeah. Uh, they both, I guess they both work. Um, yeah. At Intern Kelly. I love it. I yeah. guess
2: she's going to get a new Twitter handle.
3: <laughs> yeah. That works perfectly. All right. Kelly, get a new Twitter handle as well. <laughs> Manage yeah. two accounts. Um,
1: <laughs> it's not that hard. I do have a couple of accounts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll hit her up, and th- thank you for the hard work that uh, Kelly's been doing. Yeah, she's doing a great job. She is doing a great job.
3: And, and uh, the, the location to be determined, but mark your calendars, Thursday, December 17th at 7 p.m., somewhere in the D.C. area. Uh-huh. All right, guys. This week
1: in the running news. Docs, we had a submission into Twitter uh, for an In the News story, which I thought was a good story. Oh, yeah. Which one was that? Satya tweeted in a uh, suggestion.
3: Oh, yeah. The, the one about the, the teen who ran the Philly Marathon That's in right. full rather than doing the half. Was
1: it the Philly Marathon? Mm-hmm. Wow. He,
3: he missed the turnaround, and uh, his family and friends were waiting for him at the finish line for the half, and he didn't show up when they expected him. So they actually alerted the police. Wow. And and the police asked for pictures and you know with about I think 6 miles remaining in the marathon they they I, they found him in the in the crowd running and he decided he wanted to keep running. He said he said he wanted to finish it. So the police officers that went to find him uh rode their bikes uh, with him. With them, yeah.
1: Wow. That's awesome. What how old was this kid? Uh well, he's a high schooler. Okay. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I could see how that would happen actually Because you can either go right or left And if you go at, at that marathon. the wrong way uh, you're, you're on your way to a On your way to a full marathon When you're only expected to run 13.1
3: Yeah uh, Joanna how would uh, Let's always bring it back to the Richmond half marathon <laughs> uh, How would you have felt If rather than running 4 extra miles Like in Bangkok Had you had to run 13 extra miles in Philadelphia
2: I think that would have been too much time in my head <laughs>
3: who knows maybe maybe uh that extra thirteen miles, and you would have come up with a um you know an, an answer for global peace, yeah <laughs> who knows yeah so so a, a pretty cool story. I didn't know that while this was happening, somebody was breaking into your car <laughs> right, so uh, the police were out in full force looking for a kid who wasn't lost right uh, while somebody was taking off with your fall inventory. <laughs> Yeah. Well,
1: at least the kid made it safely. That's that's more important. It than is more my, important. My shoes, for sure. Yeah. Also in the news, congratulations to the uh, men's and women's teams from locally. From uh, I I'd called University of Virginia local.
3: Well, we have we have ties to the to yeah. the program. So, congratulations to
1: them as they competed. The cross country teams competed at NCAA's. The women were fifteenth. Uh, the men were twenty second. Uh, Also, congratulations to uh, Georgetown.
3: They are local.
1: They are definitely local. And also
3: podcast ties. Yeah.
1: Mike Smith, director. Congratulations to him. And Brandon and Julie, uh, who uh, led their teams to 20th place uh, finish at NCAAs on the women's side and a 10th place finish for the men. John Green, fifth overall for the Hoya men. Pretty impressive run. He was the second. Uh, American-born runner in that race, so he's a junior. So uh, John Green, maybe we can track him down for the show. Big awesome. run, huh? Awesome job from from those guys.
3: And of course, uh, Oregon's Edward Cheserek, yes, won his third consecutive individual title on the men's side.
1: Correct. I think uh, Bob Kennedy did it all four times. I don't know if there's anybody else who's done it. All four times.
3: I don't know. Uh, Prefontaine did it three times, I thought. Three times, yeah. And I think uh, so he's got a shot to match. But I thought then maybe this is the fourth time because there was one other guy. Okay. Um, right. oh. and, and the men's team winner? Yeah,
1: it was Syracuse who won surprisingly to, on the men's side being Colorado. And on the women's side, it was uh, New Mexico, the New Mexico Lobos, who uh, dominated the rest of the field. Colorado was second for the women as well. Of note, Notre Dame runner Molly Seidel was the overall winner. So we had Molly Huddle mm-hmm. on uh, last week's program. Are they related? Not related. Okay. Yeah, their first names are just the same. They're not okay. related. Uh, but, you know, they she could probably relate to a number of those questions about Notre Dame that mm-hmm. you were asking uh, mm-hmm. on last, last week's program. All right, finally in the news, a story from Runner's World. Runner's World has some... Pretty interesting stories. I don't know where they get this stuff. Singer-songwriter Julia Price was on a run in Santa Monica, California last Wednesday when she encountered a particularly vulgar catcaller. That's when a little boy named James, who Price estimated was seven or eight years old, stepped in to help. Where was James when you needed him, (laughs) Joanna? Uh, Price later wrote on Facebook, the little boy who was walking alongside his mother and little sister in a stroller looked at the guy and said, Hey, That's not nice to say to her. And she didn't like you yelling at her. You shouldn't do that because she's a nice girl and I don't let anybody say mean things to people. She's a little girl like my sister's a little girl and I will protect her. How about that? Wow. Man. So uh, the guy quickly gathered his things and left the area and then Price stopped to thank James, gave him a hug and he he replied, well, I just wanted to make sure your heart was okay.
2: How old is this kid?
1: Seven or eight. Wow. I know.
3: Also. More mature than you or me, Farley. <laughs> <laughs> Way more mature.
1: A bigger man than either of us.
3: Yeah. So good, that is... Good, good work, James. Good, well good for done. you. We, uh, I'm thankful for kids like James <laughs> know. growing up in this country. Well,
2: you did have kids on your list. You did. That's true. That's, yeah.
1: True. Yeah. that's true. So he could have fallen Uncle in Uncle Doc's. That. He could have fallen in that category. All right. That's in the news this week. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving
3: uh editing this podcast. <clears throat> All right. That's good, Joanna.
2: Um I'm going to I'm actually going to two Thanksgivings. Wow. Yeah, so one of them is my friends from college and then the other will be uh Frank's family.
1: Wow. Well, those sound like great thing, great uh holiday plans except for yours,
3: docs. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: I am uh I'll be at the Turkey Trot in DC, the some Turkey Trot working that on Thanksgiving Day and then uh, going to one of the kai Shai guy's house uh Thanksgiving afternoon and then head into uh New Jersey uh to see uh Julie's family on Friday so big big couple days excited to uh eat some turkey and uh hopefully get back to running after my marathon
3: so do we not have a guest today
1: yeah i didn't mention that we didn't we don't have a guest
3: uh, do you want me to do my fake british accent <laughs>
1: Well, I think the show's almost over, so I think we're probably okay.
3: All right, I'll save it. Yeah, sa- I'll save will save it. that one.
1: Save it uh, for the next time we don't have a guest. Just bookmark that. Which,
3: which is probably going to be next week. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: it's the holiday time. It's hard to track people down. They want to hear a Thanksgiving song. Well, guys, I am thankful for you guys is, uh, and the program today. So Uh, You guys have a great Thanksgiving. Everybody else listening, I'm thankful to you guys as well. Hope to see everybody on December 17th. Probably our biggest happy hour yet. And five of your friends. You and five of your closest friends.
2: They don't even have to be close, just friends. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. friends. All
1: right, that's Joanna and Docs. I'm Chris Farley. Happy Thanksgiving. We will see you next week.
0: That clapping's messing my head up, man. I appreciate it. But I was, was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. Here we go. Thanks anyways. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. Fifty million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey then I take. Oh, now. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say, I know That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry believe the Mets traded old strawberry. (laughs) Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl VD. (laughs) White meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got up. The buns in the toaster I'll never take down My Cheryl Tink's poster (laughs) Wrap the turkey up In aluminum foil My brother likes to masturbate With baby oil (laughs) (laughs) Turkey and sweet potato pie Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye oh, Turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, boo and gobble, gobble, giggle I wish turkey only cost a nickel Oh, I love turkey all day Give me. Happy Thanksgiving everybody! Yeah.